is the What Are We Doing podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the What Are We Doing podcast. My name is Levi McCurdy, and this is episode 104. And excuse me if I feel I'm a little jumpy, okay? We've been infiltrated. We're officially at war, not with Ukraine, but with the Hornets, okay? There was just an Asian murder hornet flying around in the studio. And if you don't know, there's no windows in here. And the only door in and the only door out of here leads directly into my bedroom. Now, the bedroom has windows in it, but hey, in the last 31 years, my bedroom's never had a freaking hornet that could kill me in it, okay? So I don't think it came from there. I don't know where the hornet came from, but... It infiltrated the studio. So Lubug and I just spent the last 35 minutes trying to kill the murder hornet before it got us. And so we got the hornet and um, basically it, we're at war now. So I'm sure it was just a feeler. There's probably more coming soon. So, you know, if I seem a little jumpy, uh, it's because I almost just got stung. Lubug did nothing by the way, to protect me. I freaking, I'm sitting here working. It's Friday. We're wrapping up the week. I'm answering some emails, getting ready for an end of week meeting. Like, you know, whatever, just wrapping it up, checking the email. And I hear a buzz. I hear this buzz. And I fucking look up. It's a freaking, it's a full-fledged, like, I don't know, yellow jacket, hornet, something that has a stinger that could potentially sting me. And I don't know, I may or may not be allergic. According to Sandy Dunkel, I've never been stung in the eye from a bee. According to her, it never happened. Apparently it's just something I made up in my head, but I'm pretty sure I've gotten stung in the eye by a bee. I think I might've just said it now enough that now potentially it might just be a permanent memory that I've created. I don't know. Some of my family says it happened. Some of them don't. Some of them aren't living anymore, so we'll never know. I think I might be allergic. I don't know. But the bee's buzzing around. There's no windows in here, dude. Like, so how the bee get in? I think maybe, maybe it came in through the AC unit. There's a little thing downstairs on the first floor where everything is, where the, the, the generator, like the power thing or whatever, that's downstairs, okay? And so maybe, and then there's like a tube that goes up this, up the side of the house and then boom, now into this room. So maybe the bee was flying around, buzzing around the wood panels in the backyard because that's usually where the bees are. And maybe it got sucked in through the thing and like Barry Benson bee in the bee movie, you know what I mean? When he gets sucked through the car and through the AC unit. Maybe it was like a Barry Benson B situation, and then boom, he got spat out my air conditioning vent. I think that might be the case, so I don't know. We're going to have to like search the room for like holes, but if any more bees show up, dude, uh, you know, Lou Bug's no help. He didn't protect me at all. I told him to get it. He wouldn't get it. I had to stand on a chair, swat it down, didn't get it the first time, almost landed on me, could have been done. I could have been on the floor over there having a seizure right now. And that's the God honest truth. We don't make stuff up on this podcast anymore. It's honestly, it just happens. It's what we should probably change the name. We might change the name of the podcast to it just happens because 
it just happens. And then we, well, no, it's things just happen. And then we ask, what do we do? So we should have a sister podcast. We should come up with a second podcast where we just do the same thing. It's just a continuation. I think that'd be fun. So we're under attack. Listen, before we jump into any major news that you actually care about, uh, we've got a big announcement. Okay. Huge, huge announcement, like bigger than Donald Trump's hands, bigger than like, you know, bigger than anything you've seen in the headlines, major announcements. Listen, when you see people online like Gary V, Grant Cardone, Dave Ramsey's of the world, and they're like, hey, be realistic about your goals, or you can do it, or like you can start that business, you'll be successful. Um, you know, we here at the Wadpod, we believe in that wholeheartedly, that when you put something out into the universe, when you put something out there, like, you know, as long as, as long as it makes sense, as long as you try real hard, and as long as you continue to be persistent in following that dream. Now, some people, you know, that you may or may not know, like some people buy the cricket, get the vinyl kit, make a few t-shirts, say they're going to start an Etsy shop, say they're going to sell stuff online, say they're going to make a business out of it, say they're going to make t-shirts, but only maybe make a t-shirt like once a year for a special event, maybe like a bachelorette party, maybe it's your son's birthday and like, that's it. And then like, but we haven't like touched the cricket in like six to nine months. Some people, but if you're persistent with your business ideas, with your goals, with your dreams, with what you want to accomplish in this lifetime, you, it'll happen. Like it has to, like inevitably it will happen. If you continuously upload music to Spotify, you will inevitably get listens and get likes and get listeners and build a fan base. If you don't, and you just upload your music to like soundcloud soundmachine.com backslash, you know, Big Johnson 39 backslash here's the name of the album, then no one's probably gonna listen to it. But if you continuously upload music to Spotify and Apple and like you're consistent and you put music out consistently and you put podcasts out consistently and like you do what you do consistently there's a pretty good opportunity that you, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll be successful in that realm, in that space. You'll make friends there. You'll learn, you'll grow, you'll evolve, you'll transform. And if you do it long enough, people will start to notice. And so, uh, about six to nine months ago, I, I had a goal. I had a vision. I saw it. I said it on this podcast. I put it out there. And this is, uh, this is, this is what I said. I, I want one so bad. I want to charge $3 and I want to make as many freaking cameos for as many people as possible for no reason at all, because it's when they get them, they'll be like, Hey, who the fuck is this? Hey, why are you sending me this cameo? Who is this? Was he in like Degrassi, the kid from high school musical? 
I'm sorry. Who's that? Why did you send me this cameo is really what I want everyone to say. I signed up. They haven't hit me back. They, they haven't responded. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens in 2023. You never know. Like the Island boys might just be like, yo, we're closing our cameo. And then the spot might open up and I just might be able to, you know, move in. I, two things just happened. One, I predicted the future, okay? The Island Boys shut down their Cameo account to make an OnlyFans. Hey, you heard it here first. Two, the Cameo account's been approved, babes. Let's go shoot off the confetti cannons. You know what I mean, dude? Like, let's go. Cameo.com backslash what are we doing podcast now. Open. Go, go, go. Check it out. Cameo.com backslash what are we doing podcast. Or if you're like me, you can go to wadpod.com backslash cameo and it'll drop you directly on the page. Let's actually do it right now. Let's see what happens when you go to the URL. Let's just make sure it's set up for everybody correctly because we're typically good at our job most days. Here we go, wadpod.com backslash cameo. Here we go, babes. And there we are. Ladies and gentlemen, if you go to wadpod.com backslash cameo and it is your first time, all you have to do is put in your email address and you get 15% off, 15%. So if my cameo right now is $3, What's 15% off three times 0.15, 45. You're only paying $2.55. If you're a first time user and you put in your email address, you get a 15% off promo code, $2.55. Go to wadpod.com backslash cameo. If it's like your sister's birthday, if it's your sister's cousin's birthday, if it's your best friend's mom's birthday, if you're Young Gravy, get a cameo from me. If you're, um, like, you know, if uh, your fiance just got approved to be an Instacart driver, get her a cameo. I'll shout her out. Let's go, babe. Congratulations. Shout out to you. Drive those groceries around town, bit. Like, let's do it. I want to make every cameo for every occasion of your life. Every single one of your family members' birthdays, your extended families, your husband's family, your wife's family, your sister's family, your pet's birthday, uh, your son's birthday, um, every major holiday, what's coming up? Labor Day. I want to make a Labor Day cameo for at least 13 people. Let's do it right now. Send your mother a Labor Day cameo from the What Are We Doing podcast. Go to wadpod.com backslash... Cameo, C-A-M-E-O. It's real easy to spell. Cam-E-O. It makes real easy for people like me who can't spell. So we got approved, dude. And I mean, it's going to be insane. I hope so many people do it. They wanted me. Can you believe this? They wanted me to make them $15. They said, hey, make your cameos $15. I said, no way. I said, no way. That's too rich for the wad pods blood. I'm going for a three. I'm going for a solid $3 cameo, whatever the occasion. I think that's like the lowest I could have done. Whatever the occasion is, go get it. 
wadpod.com backslash cameo. How long have I been talking about this? I think it was like since like episode three. I'm going to try to go back and find out how long I've been talking about this cameo stuff. And like, I mean, dreams do come true. Dreams really do come true. If you believe in yourself, your dreams will come true. Bop, boop, beep. You know what I mean? Come true. Your dreams will. And that's a poem by me, Levi McCurdy. So, I mean, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I just got done setting up the account. I think I still have to set up a payment thing so I can like actually get paid once someone actually buys one. I'm sure after the cut, I'll probably make like, I don't know, 98 cents per. It's fine. I'm not doing it for the money. I'm doing it because it'll be fun. Uh, like most of them will be filmed like this. So like, it'll be high quality with the mic, everything, this backdrop, I'll do whatever. I don't like, let's get weird, dude. I don't know. I want to have so much fun. I'm going to have so much fun on cameo. I hope this works. I'm going to pump this like at the beginning of every episode. This episode's brought to you by wadpod.com backslash cameo. Hey, the holidays are coming up and you haven't gotten your grandmother a cameo from the wad pod in like six months. Grandmas love cameos. Your stepmoms love cameos. Uh, your favorite streamers. If you, you know, want to get someone's attention online, like via a forum, you know, like, you know, they have cameos, like, you know, get the people in your life really deserve, I mean, like I'm, I'm getting all my friends cameo gift cards. Now you're going to get cameo gift cards for me with my face on it. That says click here to record this, uh, activate this gift card on cameo.com backslash. What are we doing podcast? And then they'll be forced to, uh, to do it and I'll just pay for them all, you know? So let's go back 2010, dude. Uh, we get a man by the name of Neve, okay? And Neve is this sweet, young, 20-something probably at the time, innocent guy just looking for love. And what better way to find it in 2010 when, you know, Tinder wasn't really a thing yet. Uh, I think maybe Plenty of Fish was. I think that might be where the name comes from. But, you know, he looks for love, he finds it online, and come to find out it's just some, like, sweaty guy in his mom's basement claiming to be this, like, kind of sexy hot model online. And so Neve gets catfished, and he films the whole thing, and he turns it into this documentary that gets all these awards at all the film festivals, and, like, a little channel that you may or may not have heard of, MTV, picks it up. And thus is born catfish the tv show we've all seen it okay we've all seen what mtv has now done with the catfish tv show the premise is pretty basic right someone uh is online whether it's a chat room a forum facebook instagram social media whatever the situation may be someone's online chatting it up and someone's on the other end replying. Now, most of the time, it's not like me. Fun of the face, on the screen, 
you see me on the street, you're like, mm, that's that, that might be that guy. I might've seen that guy before. That's probably me. You know what I mean? These guys don't have the videos, don't have the profile photos. Well, sometimes they do, but they're usually not of them. And so when they're talking to these people and they talk back, they say, oh, hey, my name's Jack. And like, it's not really Jack. And Jack's not really talking to Jill. Jill's actually talking to Bertha. And so what Neve and his friends have now set out to do, they are on a mission to save the United States from the catfish. And so they get these emails and they get these requests and they get these people writing in that say, Hey, I've been talking to this guy. I've been talking to this girl. I've been talking to this person for six to nine to 12 months, a few years, three years, two years, four years, a year now. And things are kind of getting serious. But the issue is we haven't actually talked face to face. We haven't actually met each other. We haven't actually like FaceTime. I haven't seen like a live custom photo, audio, video. I haven't actually seen this person. And there's 1% of me that thinks maybe they don't exist. And that is the premise of the show. And if you don't have that 1%, if you don't have that 1% of doubts, then you're just a normal person. And if you do have that 1% of doubt, then you're the type of person to get catfished because it's that 1% of doubt that keeps you going. And so these people uh, will do, it's basically, listen, <laughs> basically a catfish is someone who's really, really good at a little bit of fake business, okay? They come up with fake profiles, fake names, fake pictures, fake relatives, fake phone numbers, whatever extent the catfish wants to take it to is how far they go. Whether it's a fictitious person that they're portraying, whether it's uh, a celebrity, we'll get to a few examples here in a minute. It The extent has how far they go is completely up to the catfish, what's worked for them in the past, and what kind of angle they're trying to get at on this particular case. And so there's basically three reasons, right? Three reasons why anyone would want to catfish somebody. It's either emotional, right? They're just maybe not okay with themselves, their appearance, uh, like they're not okay with... Uh, <clears throat> They're not okay with, you know, how they look, whether they're, whether they're short or their voice sounds like mine or whether they're, uh, you know, uh, whether they're maybe not okay with their sexuality. Maybe they haven't came out yet. Whatever the reasoning may be, it's, it's, it's emotional, right? They need that emotional attention from the other person and whether or not they would get it as themselves or pretending to be someone else, they need to feel that love and that want and reciprocate it back and forth via that person, whether they're getting it in real life or not. Reason number two, financial, right? Someone needs some money, and so they find someone who they think online will give them that money, okay? Now, we do that every day. 
we just call it business, okay? But we do it a little ethically because, you know, up front we say, hey, this is what we're going to do. This is how much it costs. They say, okay, great. We've seen our past work. We know your portfolio. We've worked with you before. We know what you're going to get. We've read your reviews. Like, you're, you know, we're pretty, like, you know, on board with what we say we're going to do, and that's why people trust us and give us their money. These people will just pretty much flat out say whatever they need to say, gain the trust of their victims, and then right when they've got them, you know, good morning, beautiful. What's up, babe? How are you? I'm leaving my husband today. Like, however they, you know, however they get the day going, once they've got them in the sweet spot, they start asking for money. Ah, my credit card's frozen. There's an error at the bank. The server's down. My ex-girlfriend blocked me out of the account. The There's something going on. I can't, I haven't eaten in a few days. Can you send me a $100 gift card? Can you send me $100 in Bitcoin? And then they start, you know, 50, 100, 200, here and there, over time starts to add up. And then reason number three is they're just sick in the fucking head. And they think it's funny to mess with people. And they think it's it's just this thing that they can do because they have a lot of time on their hands. And they're just, you know, annoying and don't really have anything else going for them in life. And they just think it's funny. Now, all this uh, makes complete sense in the infancy of the internet. Like in the 2000s to 2010 era, right, of the internet, it all makes sense. And so what doesn't make sense is that it's still happening now. 99.9% of the planet has an iPhone and that iPhone connects to the internet, whether it's at your house or at the McDonald's down the street, you know how to get on the internet. And so that means you can FaceTime with anyone, anywhere on the planet. And the excuses that people come up with to not get on FaceTime in 2023 is the most heinous, the most horrendous thing that I have seen in my entire life. Watching some of these episodes, like to explain to the people that like, oh, you know, like back in the day, it was easier to say, oh, my laptop's broken. I can't video chat right now. But now it takes two seconds to plug this in and get on the call whether it's Zoom or Skype or FaceTime or Google Meet or Google Duo or whatever else Google hat, Google Video or Google Chat or WhatsApp or FaceTime Video or Snapchat Video or every single freaking social media platform that has video chat functionality, there's no excuse. But people still somehow fall for it. You know what I mean? Uh, like I, I recently watched this one, like where this lady thought she was talking to Chris Brown. Like, unfortunately, Chris Brown isn't actually in the show. Uh, but, uh, this lady thought she was talking to the real Chris Brown. She was like helping him through his time after the Rihanna situation. Uh, she, I think sent this guy money. You know, it's just the same 
thing that these women who think that they are the one out of a million that these celebrities would talk to is how they get them nine times out of 10. Uh, like, you know, uh, do, oh, the machine gun Kelly episode. Um, hilarious, hilarious machine gun. Kelly gets to co-host alongside Neve. Something they started doing a few years into the show, like celebrity guest spots for co-hosts. It was cool. And so machine gun Kelly's there and he freaks out on the girls because after like the confrontation happens that got weird, uh, you know, he like, he, he freaks out. They, 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 the one girl tells her the whole thing was fake and she made it up because she wanted to come out as a lesbian on national television. And so she made up the whole thing and like basically machine gun Kelly's pissed because like he could be at father's day with his daughter. Right. And it's kind of, it's kind of insane. I'm just trying to turn straight girls out. No, that's not how you don't portray a lesbian that way. I don't want to be made to look on TV. Like I'm that person. I'm still not sure I understand the situation. Why are we here? I could be with my daughter on father's day right now. Does Hunter know that we know this right now that you told us? Nope. So like the whole thing was a scam and then Machine Gun Kelly just goes off, dude. Machine Gun Kelly just goes off on this girl. I think it's right. Is it right here? Yeah. Look, let's watch. Watch this. What do, what, what do you look, have invested in her? She tries. Sucker, you are a sucker. You corny. You are corny. So a random girl just hits you up on the internet and says like, hey, will you help me live on national television? You're like, sure. Dude, he's pissed. Well, it wasn't like that. I mean, he's pissed. He's pissed. And then like at the end credits, it shows him like he chased the girl who like scanned him. And then so MGK like chases Thank her. Thank you for wasting my time. I regret all of it. You're corny. You're not a hero. You are a, a, you are a shameful citizen. Like. Dude, MGK's pissed. MGK's pissed. He's pissed. He's never doing catfish again. I mean, it's it's kind of, it's so, it's crazy, right? And then, of course, uh, the one girl who thought the best episode, I think the best episode of Catfish, the one girl who thought she was talking to Bow Wow. There's one girl, one girl on the show who was talking to Bow Wow. Hey, Listen to the catfish who said that she was Bow Wow. Hey, pick any other celebrity, pick any other rapper, but you picked Bow Wow. You portrayed Bow Wow. But hey, listen, hey, who am I to judge? I'm just saying it's a hot tip, but all I'm saying is it worked for her, okay? So could have literally picked Bow Wow, right? And like I said, a lot of times, a lot of times, it's a, it gets a little weird because the catfish is claiming to be Bow Wow. So obviously the person who has gone to Neve, who's like, hey, can you help me with this person who I've never actually met? She's a straight woman and she thinks she's talking to Bow Wow. Like she's trying to hook up. She's trying to be that chick. She's trying to be on the PJ. She's trying to be on the plane. She's trying to do whatever she can do to be with Bow Wow. But when they show up to the house and it's like a closeted lesbian situation where it's like a female portraying Bow Wow, 
you know, we, sh- we get, we get deep pimping. You get deep pimping. And, you know, unfortunately, like it's not, you know, deep pimping's a lesbian. And unfortunately it's just not something I've, it's not something I've made up. It's not something that I made up. And it just, it's, it's crazy to me that, uh, you know, that people will do anything like say their bow wow and, uh, you know, become, but you know, listen, D Pimpin's trying to get them Spotify plays. You know what I mean? My name D. Oh, like Ari. Oh. You go by D. Yeah, my stage name is D Pimpin. Okay. See? Twenty three. I never lied about my true feelings for you. I just lied about the person and uh, for that attention. That was it. Like the music, I'm me. I'm real. I'm this person. Like I care. Let's get up D Pimpin Spotify. Let's get up D Pimpin Spotify playlist. Does D Pimpin have a Spotify? We don't have a Spotify for D Pimpin. Unfortunately, D Pimpin. D Pimpin's one of these local city rappers who don't believe in streaming services. D Pimpin's uh D Pimpin's music is probably D Pimpin's music is probably all over like, you know, Audio Jungle or whatever. You can exclusively stream D Pimpin, the best rapper in her city on Audio Jungle. So you got to like make an account. There's no app. You just got to like listen to it in Safari or something. I don't know. It's weird. So, uh, or here, wait, what's this? Oh shit. Okay. D Pimpin's got an Instagram. Here we go. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Oh yeah. D Pimpin has definitely claimed she's the best in the city at least once a week. At least once a week, D Pimpin attempts to claim on Facebook that she is the best in her city. I love it. I love a good D Pimpin performance. Some random guy. It's so loud. All right, she's going to get me for copyright claim. Like, she, D, D Pimpin's probably going to have this at whole episode taken down. Like it's okay. So D Pimpin is out here horrendous, but listen, at least, at least she stick to the whole rat lit from the episode. I think that was like, what, probably, probably 10, 15 years ago. She's still doing the thing. And what I say at the beginning of the episode, if you're persistent and you keep working and you keep doing what you're doing and you're consistent Unfortunately, she's not following the Spotify rule, but if, if D, as long as D Pimpin starts uploading on Spotify, D Pimpin's going places. I'll, I'll add her. I'll add her to the playlist. You know what I mean? So listen, catfishes are still happening, okay? And nonetheless, it's America, people, and it's 2023, and there's unfortunately still episodes of catfish. And Listen, all it takes is the right bait and eventually you'll catch the fish. I didn't, fuck, I didn't mean to make that. I didn't mean to make that joke there, but it happened. It's fine. Listen, let's, so let's fast forward to like three, three-ish months ago. So basically yesterday, uh, let's talk about Michaela. Now, after posting on an online forum, okay, presumably Reddit, maybe something else themed, like a theme space, listen, 
for nerds. Michaela is a nerd. But let's be honest, most of the time, non-nerds aren't discussing the lore backstory of the Stranger Thing universe anywhere other than a forum, okay? So I'm not saying forums are exclusively for nerds, but, you know, like, no one else knows what a forum is. And for those of you who don't, a forum is basically just Facebook, but for one specific, very specific topic, sometimes a wide variety of categories, like a video game or a lot of video games or, you know, just video games in general, or like it goes deeper than that, like a forum on just Mario or a forum on just Luigi from the Mario universe. Everything and anything probably has a forum. If you're that into it, you know about it. But if you're not, it's basically just Facebook. So Michaela's living the American dream, right? She's living day to day in a loveless marriage. Mia, via, via, Mia, mama Mia, via her toxic husband. Okay. He doesn't clean the house. He doesn't help raise the kid. Uh, the man's useless. Okay. Because uh, just of those simple facts. I mean, he's always telling Michaela what she can and can't do. She's always, you know, trying to be like, I want to go out and do things with my friends. And her husband's like, you can't go. And so, you know, it's basically just a downward spiral, loveless, failed, headed for divorce anyways, relationship kind of situation. Okay. And for those simple facts, Michaela is forced to find her lust, her love, and her passion from other sources, okay? And typically, for someone like Michaela, uh, whose picture's probably on the screen, she finds all of that from people of her own community on an online forum. So after burning her husband's dinner and putting her daughter to sleep at night, she logs on to some things, even stranger things in my stranger things.com. And you know, she's chatting up a storm with the creative community of the stranger things fandom. And they're talking a lot about like the lore of the upside down and the backstory of 11 and how she broke his heart and how Billy's a heartthrob and how like the upside down looks like my parents' bedroom and how like, I wish we could go here. I wish this was real. Let's go back to 1980s. Like, you know what I mean? Like they're just chatting up a storm and only talking about stranger things and it's where they connect and become friends. And then eventually, hopefully one day meet in person. Hopefully. And so, you know, uh, she's on there talking and one day she shoots her shot. Okay. And she makes a post and she titles it. Hey guys, it's me. Uh, you know, and my name's Michaela. I'm incredibly excited to connect with fellow filmmakers who have the same passion. Michaela's passionate for filmmaking. You know what I mean? She makes videos with the camera that her husband got her for Christmas. And, uh, so, you know, she makes videos with that. And so she uploads them to YouTube. She probably has a few hundred, maybe a few thousand subscribers. I don't know. I didn't look into it. Uh, but you know, after years of commenting, she finally puts herself out there, says I'm open to collabs. I'm open to, uh, you know, interpretation. I'm open to advice. Like help me help you. Let's be friends. Let's talk about filmmaking in this space. And so, you know, uh, who other than someone with the username DK 
MH comments on her post and said, hey, babe, let's chat. Michaela, a single mom from Kentucky, claims she was catfished and scammed out of $10,000 by someone who claimed to be Dacre Montgomery, known for playing heartthrob turned villain Billy Hartgrove in Netflix series Stranger Things. Holy shit, it's Dacre Montgomery. He's handsome, what can I say? She explained in a recent YouTube video interview uh, with, a, it's like a catfish social media version. I don't know if they're affiliated with the show. I don't think they are. They have a few hundred thousand subscribers. Shout out to them. They originally posted this story. Now it's going viral. TMZ and a bunch of people picked it up. Uh, saying that the two met on an online forum, we just discussed, and chatted for a year before he asked her to be his girlfriend. But that wasn't before that the man claiming to be Billy Hargrove from Stranger Things, Dacre Montgomery, said, here's what I need you to do. I need you to leave your husband. I need you to divorce your husband. I can't be with you if you're married. Like, I don't roll like that. You know what I mean? Go to your husband, tell him you met someone else, and that it's over. And she was already thinking about doing this anyways. She was sick of the man, toxic relationship, not helping around the house, not doing this, not letting her do that, like suspicious activities. It was either take him to the Maury show or get a divorce. So she already had the thought in play. So when Dacre Montgomery said, hey, divorce him, she said, bet. I'm doing it right now. And within two weeks, the husband was out of the house and Dacre moved into her heart. Okay? Uh, and by the way, the real Dacre is currently and has been dating bombshell model Liv Pollock since like 2017. So for the last like six years, okay, He's been dating someone his caliber uh, and pretty publicly as well. So, but that bit of crucial information didn't seem to stop Michaela from thinking this relationship with heartthrob Dacre Montgomery was legit. He told her to choose between her husband and him. And shockingly enough, Michaela ditched her husband. He also told her he couldn't access any of his bank accounts, saying that they were all controlled by Liv, which led to her sending him over $10,000 via gift cards, cryptocurrency, and cash through other payment apps over time. So basically, this man went online, found out that Michaela essentially hated her husband, which, you know, it's pretty easy to tell. From Facebook, if you don't, you know, post your significant other a lot, or if you're posting, sharing subliminal things, you're not going on vacation, you're not with the kids together, you're not best friends like me and Megs are, like people tend to pretty much get it and pretty much latch on. And when your split goes public, it's like, oh yeah, okay, cool. So like, you know what I mean? People can figure that out. And when you're on forms talking about, 
uh, Stranger Things. I like filmmaking. I wish I could get out of the house because my husband sucks. Someone's going to make an account and pretend to be the one person that would love to give you attention for the attention that you would love to receive back from him, Dacre Montgomery. And so this guy, like, or whoever it was, we don't know, spun up this lie about like, you know, uh, uh, Liv is so controlling. I can't FaceTime with you because she's always watching me. Uh, I can't get money because she has control of all the accounts. And if I buy something, she just returns it to the store. And like Michaela said, well, my husband just did that to me. Yeah. My husband, I just tried to buy new nail polish cause I wanted to look pretty for our anniversary. And he made me return it right to the grocery store. I don't know what I, I just, I felt when he said that it made me feel like we were soulmates and now she's ready to leave her husband and send this guy whatever he wants. So he would send her gift card. She'd be like, Hey, I don't know why, what should I do? He said, send me a hundred dollar Google gift card. Send me a hundred dollar gift card. Send me a $200, a $50 gift card. I'll sell them for a little less. And then I'll pocket the cash and that'll be enough for lunch to get me through the week. Thank you so much, babe. I love you. And like, she said, oh yeah. She said, yeah, I had to do that. Mm -hmm. Every year, my aunt and my cousin, they get me sheets gift cards. And I just, I don't need, at that time, I just could really use the cash for the electric bill that's behind because they just shut off my power. And I had to do an emergency payment plan at the down at the, I had to go down to the giant and I had to pay with the cash and I had to, you know, do that. And then they turned it back on a few hours later. It's fine. But that sheets money, I could use that money instead to pay for the overdue bills, maybe for Netflix this month. So the babies could watch a movie, but so I'm going to sell those gift cards. I've done that before. You know what I mean? So Michaela was sympathizing with who she thought was Dacre Montgomery all the way through, dude. And it's like, she basically, you know, who seemingly has nothing like, I mean, from the looks of it, her best t-shirt from the interview said, you know, Billy Hartgrove right across the top from straight from the stranger things merch shop. You know what I mean? So, you know, she basically had nothing, uh, but somehow found ways to send him hundreds of dollars here, hundreds of dollars there you know, not even sure where she got an extra 10 grand to send this person, you know? Uh, so dude, it's just crazy because once these people full heartedly believe once she full heartedly believe after probably just a few weeks, I mean, he waited a year. This guy spent a year. He was dedicated to the scam full heartedly believed that he was Daker Montgomery. I mean, the guy who played Billy from Stranger Things. She's got his shirt on in the interview. This woman whacked out of her mind. Unfortunately, she's fallen for a romance scam. You know what I mean? Uh, and I mean, so sometimes ladies, uh, you know, sometimes it's a guy Sometimes it's a girl on the other side of it. We've seen the deep pimping story. You know what I mean? They just find out anything about you in a quick Google search and they've got your whole bio and they can use words to manipulate everything and anything into you sending them money. And I mean, honestly, dude, 
it kind of sucks that someone like Michaela would think that, you know, someone like Daker would leave his model of a girlfriend to be with her. It sucks, but they plant those idea early on in their head. And, you know, meanwhile, Dacre Montgomery and Liv Pollock are just banging naked on a day bed outside of their oceanfront villa that costs five grand a night to stay there before he has to go back and film the final season of Stranger Things season five. You know what I mean? Like, he has nothing to do with this. He knows nothing about it. Maybe he saw the video. Maybe he saw the press. His friends probably sent him a link. He probably feels bad, but he's not going to do anything about it, you know? And, you know, Michaela's just probably still out here sending Lord knows who $100 worth of Bitcoin every week. You know what I mean? She started sending the catfisher Bitcoin so it instantly became untraceable. Like, it's just a scammy world we live in, dude. But, you know, um, and of course, like after the interview with Michaela, there was a follow-up on the screen with text. And it was like, you know, Michaela's taking a break from the internet and from posting online for a while to spend time to focus raising her daughter. Yeah? Is that what Michaela's doing? She's taking a break from the internet because 16 people on my Facebook like yesterday were taking a break and they just logged on this morning. So, uh, and like raising your daughter, I wonder how much your daughter could have benefited from an extra 10 grand. I wonder how much your daughter could have benefited if you would have put that $10,000 into a Roth IRA, high index, high risk account. And by the time she's old enough to touch it, it's now 500,000. And if she waits until she's maybe 50, maybe 60, ready to retire, that money will be over a million dollars. And so now she's a millionaire and can literally do whatever she wants with the back half rest of her life. And you've literally just set her up for financial freedom and potentially her children if she is smart enough to do the same thing like you did for her. But instead, you spent $10,000 on, on this scammer, on this guy, not on your daughter, not on anyone else, not on yourself, not on your debt but on some probably deep pimping that lives over in Atlanta, not wherever else you think they may live or whatever you think, you know, Dacre Montgomery is doing, dude. Compound interest, okay? But, you know, hey, Billy needs a sandwich to get through the week. So, uh, poor Michaela. And the people who are still getting catfish, I think they're still, like, making episodes. I think they're still making episodes. It's kind of crazy. You know what I mean? Here's the thing. Guys, I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do it. I've been fighting the urge all week. I've been fighting the urge to not talk about this all week, but the stories and the articles and the headlines and the tweets keep on coming in and I keep on seeing them and they keep getting better and they keep making more and more sense. So unless the entire internet's wrong, Britney Spears is getting a divorce, dude, again, okay? Let's go through the timeline. It'll be real quick. She married some Jason guy in 2004 for like 20 minutes, I think. Is that what it was, 20 minutes? Then she married K-Fed for a few years. That's when she popped out the kids. We all know what happened, the ambulance, the hair, the whole meltdown, the thing, the conservatorship, K-Fed, divorce. 
Then she met this Sam guy. They dated for a little bit. Then she married Sam. It's been about 12 to 14 months, I think. And uh, now, apparently, according, here's the thing, allegedly, Sam has filed for divorce. And there's a magnitude of reasons, okay? The issue is we got to tiptoe. We got to be real quiet. And we got to tiptoe around this topic, okay? Here's the thing. Britney's army is everywhere. They might be in the room. They could be sleeping under the desk. Britney's army is everywhere. And unfortunately, TMZ broke the story. Now, is it ironic? No, I maybe. I don't know. But Britney fans, and especially Britney, don't like TMZ. TMZ, unfortunately, has a history of kind of sort of telling the truth slash mixing the truth slash not the truth at all slash kind of sort of the truth slash I don't really know what to believe when it comes from TMZ because they have a lot of truthful stories on their website. But apparently, a lot of the times, they're not telling the truth when it comes to B Spears. So I don't know, which is why we have to tiptoe around the story. Apparently, TMZ lies all the time. And so, uh, like, you know what I mean? And like, we've seen it, right? We've seen it. They once reported that I've got the biggest, fattest, juiciest ass on the planet that doesn't fit properly on public transportation, but we all know that's not true. It's like flat as like the Great Wall of China back there. Like it's just straight up and down, a straight perpendicular, never ending, parallel line, straight down the back. We don't know where the back ends and where the butt starts. You know what I mean? So obviously TMZ sometimes doesn't check their sources. Like, you know what I mean? It's flatter than the earth back there. I don't got much going on. So, you know what I mean? Uh, so we're a little skeptical of TMZ sometimes, but this is what we do. So if this comes back and bites me in the ass, I'm going to be the first to hop on this pod and say that it was TMZ's fault that we reported on it in the first place and I'm not to blame for being wrong. You know what I mean? Allegedly... Uh, you know, TMZ has reported, uh, that Sam, the husband of Britney Spears is filing for a divorce. Okay. And so obviously not big news there. Filing for divorce is one thing. The reason you're filing for divorce is what we all want to know. Okay. Uh, and it's being said that Britney beat the ever living shit out of him. Apparently there's photos from the press from like January to a few months in where he's got some bruises and like now stories are coming out that bodyguards are have to be involved in uh, fights in the house. Like it's crazy. And apparently Brittany beat him. Apparently Brittany beat him. And so, you know, a wife that beats her husband, not good. When the wife's beating the husband, it's not a good thing. Reversed. Yeah. I'm Joking. That's bad too. When you start beating the shit out of each other, it's not good for anybody. Jesus. So, uh, you know, it might be time to lock her up again. I'm just saying maybe the conservatorship removal was a little too premature. It's been a little drama here, drama there, drama here, drama there since we've dropped it. 
I don't know what to believe anymore, but apparently Britney's beaten the shit of now out of her ex-husband after she signs the papers. But we wanted it. We wanted this. You wanted this. Remember, you, we wanted this. The free Britney movement was up and down the podcast circuit. The free Britney movement hit the local news. The free Britney movement hit social media. The free Britney movement hit YouTube, podcasts, TikTok, episodes, clips, updates, judge, court hearings, everything. We had everything to do with the smashing viral success. We did it. We freed her, okay? And how's she gonna repay us? We've got a book announcement and a song with Will I Am that I think allegedly she recorded like years and years and years ago that barely hit top 30 on the charts. And now we've got abuse allegations. So what's going on? What are we doing in the Britney camp? Uh, Britney Spears got physical with Sam over the years. He's told people once giving him a black eye while he was sleeping. Sources have told TMZ. Sources with direct knowledge tell us that Sam was frequently accompanied by Britney getting, uh, or I'm sorry, I can't freaking read. It's the dyslexia. Sam frequently complained, not accompanied, Jesus. Sam frequently complained about Britney getting physical with him during their seven years together. We're told uh, that they have been in numerous fights where security has had to step in, but in one instance, there was no security in sight. Our sources say that there has, uh, was one occasion where Sam says he was sleeping in bed with Brittany when she flew off the handle and began punching him. We're told Sam did not strike back, but we're stunned as his wife uh, pummeled. We're, we're stunned but was stunned as his wife pummeled him. Oh, Sam was stunned. Yeah. It's like, I have a second grade reading level. You know, this, this is why you tune in. Our sources say Sam was particularly concerned because Brittany had a uh, fascination with knives. We were told, uh, we were told there were knives all over the house, including her bedroom. And Brittany as one source puts it was paranoid. Someone was going to get her and that she needed knives for protection. The source uh, adds, Brittany uh, tended to fly off the handle at the smallest site and terrified Sam. There were also like cheating uh, rumors that Brittany was cheating. Allegedly, she had like some of the house staff film her naked a few times. Uh, maybe, I don't know. It's all rumors. It's all TMZ. Take it with a grain of salt, okay? And so, uh, and now everyone's talking about the prenup, right? So now if Sam's getting a divorce, he's definitely talking about the prenup. There were some rumors there. I think there's still rumors that maybe Sam was trying to get more out of the prenup, but apparently uh, the update is that Brittany and Sam's prenup leaves him with no payout uh, of their divorce and uh, also prevents him from getting any type of spousal support. It is an ironclad, you get nothing, sir, uh, nothing from the chocolate factory of a prenup. I mean, listen, whether it's true or not, the die, listen, here's the thing, by the way, the diehard Britney fans. Okay. Like probably, unfortunately, my friend, my friend sway and all of his, uh, you know, diehard Britney fans, all of the women on Twitter are just like right now, they're like just out there yelling, Britney Spears lived 14 years alone in isolation. 
under the control of an abusive family, an abusive relationship, an abusive industry. They're sharks. And she survived. She survived shark attack after attack. She knows more than nothing about being alone in this world, surrounded by people yet no one to trust. You really think she can't survive without Sam? Watch her. She survived the last two divorces. She'll survive again. Brittany forever. And they're just on Twitter, like just shouting from the rooftops, just advocating for this woman. It's insane uh, that, you know, this is where we're at. And man, I mean, listen, she's Britney Spears, okay? You'd be shocked if she didn't hit him, okay? One slip, one act, one thing wrong said, one wrong Instagram story, one wrong Instagram caption with the wrong emoji, and Britney Spears' career is over. If Sam slips up, Britney pays for it. So why wouldn't she? Sometimes he gets out of line and you got to smack a hoe sometimes. You know what I'm saying? If I was Britney Spears, I'd smack the shit out of her. If I was dating Britney and I got smacked, I get it. If I was dating Britney Spears and I said something and she didn't agree with it and she smacked the shit out of me, I'd have a real easy time going, yeah, I probably deserved it. That makes sense. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm sorry, Britney. Like, you know what I mean? I take it. Like, that's what you do when you date Britney Spears. And if you lay a hand on her, it's game over for you, bro. You know what I mean? Uh, it's just, it's crazy, man. I guess, I guess a source previously told us weekly that Britney Spears, yeah, that Britney Spears and Sam signed an ironclad prenup agreement, uh, that tightly guards the singer's estimated $60 million fortune. Um, and that the prenup states that Sam will receive a $1 million payment per every two years of marriage. So nothing, he gets nothing. So yikes, dude, it's not looking good, man. I mean, if you don't make it through the first year, I mean, it's, it's, it's like, listen, the first year should be a slam dunk. Your first year of marriage should be a slam dunk easy time for everyone. You're on your honeymoon and planning your wedding, like half the first year of marriage anyways. And so like, where's the, where's the problem? If you're not making it through the first year of marriage, like, you know, we get it. Like it it makes, it it doesn't, it kind of makes sense, but at the same time, not really like, damn. So, you know, hopefully it ends up not being true and TMZ just dropped the ball. Hopefully it ends up not being true and Brittany and Sam come out happy as can be and TMZ was like, hey, it was just a bad source, I guess, you know, but I, I don't know. It seems too big to not be true. It seems like everyone's talking about it. So hopefully, listen, uh, our thoughts and prayers go out to Brittany and the rest of the Spears family through their hard time losing Sam in their lives. Uh, so hopefully it's true. Maybe it was made up. Maybe it was not. Um, but you never, you never know, dude, you never know. So, I uh, I guess celebrity actor, I don't, the only thing you know her from, uh, Taryn Manning, I think is how you pronounce her name. The only thing you know her from is orange is a new black. She's, uh, what's her name? Punk Satani, the heroin addict with no teeth and they gave her new teeth and then, that was it. She was on Orange is the New Black, and now she drives a Bentley, I think. That's pretty much it. That's all you know about her. She's pretty much spiraled and become the character she played on the show, 
and has just, I guess, nothing more to do with her time now that Orange is the New Black is over because, meh, it was a mess show to begin with. And so um, now that the show is over, this is what people do when they get their big chunks of Netflix money. Like, we get it. The writers don't get paid much. The actors don't get paid much. But when you're on a series for that long, like, you know, she's probably, let's just be honest, she probably made anywhere from like... 300 to maybe like 600 grand cash after everything was done in the bank. And now she's just blowing through it. Right. She didn't make an astronomical amount, but enough to like pretty much do whatever you want with, with your life. So clearly now that the show's over, um, she's pretty much gone down the road, uh, of every single woman in Hollywood. She's tried to be like a music recording artist because everyone, wants to be a recording artist now still in 2023 for some reason. And like amidst her failed music career, uh, she's met some very interesting people along the way and has, 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 has taken driven her Bentley down a very, very interesting path. Let's take a look at her latest Instagram video. So I had to pull over because I'm just like, I don't want to like cause crashes because I'm just so rooted right now. First of all, she looks great. I think she looks great. I mean, nine out of 10, I'd smack. I mean, I'd invite her over, Megs. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she looks great. And uh, rooted is a fantastic new word. I'm going to start using it every time I do drugs. I'm rooted right now. Hey, what does that mean? But at least, at least she's a responsible, at least she's a responsible drug user. At least she's a responsible drug user. She realizes she's high and she'll probably cause a vehicular accident leading to potentially cops getting injured. You know what I mean? Like it's fine. She doesn't want to cause an accident. So she's going to pull over when she's on the drugs. So let's, 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 okay, good. Good so far. She looks great. So. (laughs) Awkward laugh. The man that I've been messing with is a married man, and, and every night, well, for about three nights in a row, or even maybe there's a night in between, I was licking his butthole. All right. So we're out in the guy. We're in the market of snitching. Okay. So now, uh, Taryn, 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 I don't know how to say her last name. Miss Manning is now, or her first name, I she Miss Manning is now outing the married man that she's hooking up with and like not necessarily hooking up with. I mean, not maybe, I don't know. I would imagine that the licking of the butthole probably is followed by some form of intercourse. I don't know. Just saying, but like for the last 72 hours, this is what she's been fixated on. And I mean, listen, it makes sense. We all go through it. We all get fixated on things sometimes and you know you just end up spending three nights straight with a married man licking his butthole it happens it happens to the best of us don't lie about it you know it's happened to you not me but you know hey it's happened to some people it's happened to her because he liked it and at least he likes it too and she he likes it and she likes doing it. Does that bother? Does, is that weird? Yeah. And that is what demons do. So, I- no such thing as demons. Fine. But she's classifying her and I guess now her boyfriend, butthole, 
uh, as demons because it's what they like to do. Listen, we don't judge on this podcast. If this is what you're into, fine, so be it. But all I'm saying is sometimes there are things that you need to put on the internet and things you don't. I know some people in our comment section would love to say that this podcast is one of those things, but I would disagree, much like Miss Manning. I, we drove all the way down to Newport Beach today so I could buy him a boat. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was so in love, so I thought, so I could buy this gentleman a boat. And I, and I brought cash to put a down payment down. Like, oh, sick, dude. That's the key, dude. Guys, fellas, if your dream, if your dream, if you've ever gone, if you've ever been in your life, if you're a man and have ever gone in your life and been, you know what? I want a boat. Whether that's to put like a tube on the back, a wakeboard on the back to go tubing on the lake, maybe have some fun in the summer or like take it out to sea, go fishing, go fishing on the lake, go deep sea fishing, whatever you want to do with the boat. Like if you're a guy and you've ever said, you know what? I want a boat. Listen, in the sixth grade, they gave me my boater's license and they don't expire. I got all the questions right on the test. I did all the tests right in the pool. I filed with the state and I am legally licensed in the state of Pennsylvania to drive a boat. And I'm pretty sure if I got pulled over driving a boat in another state in America, I could just be like, hey, I'm licensed in PA. It's fine. I should be, it's, I, am I licensed here? They'll probably say no, but it's okay. You can go this time. So be it. So I can drive a boat. I want a boat. I want to get a boat. And apparently now the key to getting a boat is to just find a girl who's down to lick your butt and uh, whether or not you do it behind your wife's back or, you know, I don't, that's your business. Find a girl who likes to lick your butt and then she'll buy you a boat. She licks your butt. She falls in love. You lick her butt back. Most likely she'll fall in love even deeper and then she'll buy you a boat. That's the key. I like it. It's a little nasty, dude. It's a little nasty, but I like it. I loved him. I was like, yeah, I was like, we're into the same thing. Like we're kinky, blah, blah, blah. And his wife, because he's married and I feel so bad because not, not I, I can't. By the way, look at her hand. She's rocking a Jesus cross brass knuckle. She's ready to knock the ever living Jesus into a bit, like just straight up in brand an upside down cross on someone's forehead by just punching them. And that's probably her intent. She probably bought it with the intent of putting an upside down cross on someone's body. If they just piss her off just a little bit. I wouldn't put it past her. She's got a freaking, she's got a freaking cross as a brass knuckle. Don't mess with this girl. If she's licking your husband's butthole, let her go. Stand her. <laughs> I can't stand her. her. His wife. Me either. Cause she wasn't even like, wait, what? You've been messing with my nephew. She said, you lunatic, you get out of my life or I'll get an RO on you. <laughs> No, I'll put your ass in jail. Anyway, so I've been licking your man's butthole for weeks on end because he he likes it a lot. Confirmed. I mean, they were rumors. At first, when we started the video, it wasn't really, wait, what did she say? They're licking each other's buttholes. Maybe she was just joking. But now she's definitely said it 18 times. It's now confirmed. Let's just, we'll get, maybe we'll get even more confirmation. And I do it to him and he comes to me. And it happens. 
Is she crying? It's, that's a lot. I know it's a lot of information, but I'm the lunatic, right? No, I'm just single. Very single. Clearly. And he came to me. So you don't accuse me of being a lunatic. But I'll tell you one thing, lady. You want to put me in jail? I'll put you in jail so fast, your head will be spinning. Don't you ever threaten me. All right. Hey, how funny would it be? How funny would it be if if the husband was catfishing her? What if the husband was catfishing her and she thought she was, like, hooking up with Brad Pitt? She thought, holy shit, it's Brad Pitt. This is my big break in Hollywood. And then it ends up being this guy. And she's like, well, you're kind of okay looking. You just want me to lick your butthole anyways? Like, what if she got catfished and, like, she's just the 1% that was just like, well, we're here. We might as well get freaky. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of the What Are We Doing podcast. My name is Levi McCurdy. Thank you so much for rocking with me for 104 weeks, dude. Thank you so much. You can go to wadpod.com backslash cameo to get your cameo now. New users get 15% off. You get for even cheaper. I'll record it. I'll send it instantly. You want it in 24 hours? Just hit that toggle. I'll have it to you tonight. Wadpod.com backslash cameo. Cameo.com backslash what are we doing podcast. Thank you guys so much for rocking with me this week. Check out our YouTube channel if you haven't done so already. Hit the subscribe button. It's wadpod.com backslash YouTube. It's real easy. W-A-W-D-P-O-D dot com backslash Y-O-U-T-U-B-E. Very simple. It'll take you there. Hit the button. Come along on this ride with us. We've got more coming in the next few weeks. I can't wait for episode 105. It's been insane I can't wait. Shout out to Jeff for clipping this episode for us. You're the realist. I can't wait for next week. I can't wait for our next guest. You guys aren't going to want to miss it. Wadpod.com backslash Spotify backslash Apple for all your audio listening. Check out Good Pods. Check out our sponsors. Check out the links below. Check out everything you need for this episode 104 of the What Are We Doing podcast. Peace out, everybody. This is the What Are We Doing podcast.